It sure is good to be in the house of the Lord this morning. I appreciate uh, what I already feel, what I've already felt. Uh, good to see people coming in. Well, we've got our visitors and say welcome to you this morning on both sides. Got visitors all over the house. I, I'm not going to try to name everybody I, I just because I'll miss somebody probably, but uh, my heart is thrilled. Got folks back here and over here and over here and over here, and I uh, I just thank God for you that you've made the effort and come to the Lord's house this morning. And it blesses me that you're here, and I appreciate you. Glad to have you. Had a good Sunday school lesson this morning. <clears throat> really enjoyed it. And uh, got folks back here uh, uh, from up around Tiffin, and I got some from Kentucky and some from Tennessee. And so I guess I can just sum it up. And, Quit rattling and just say welcome to the Lord's house this morning. I want to read one verse of scripture to get started. It's in the 14th chapter of the book of Romans, verse 17. For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. Wow. Well, that just kind of uh, gives me a thrill even to read that this morning. Let's just stand for a moment for a, a short word of prayer. As we pray, precious Heavenly Father, thank you for allowing us to be in your house this morning. Thank you for what we've already felt and experienced in your house and for the excitement of seeing people come to the house of God this morning. And our visitors that are here, Lord, we thank you for them. They just thrill us. We ask you to bless this service, God. Uh, help us this morning as we worship and uh, let us worship in spirit and in truth. Give us great power to worship this morning. Speak to people's hearts. God, help those that are sick and not able to come this morning. Bless this service and bless those watching on the live stream. God, we just pray and we thank you and ask you all these blessings in Jesus' name and amen. You may be seated and we'll turn over to the choir. Page 32. <laughs>
46. 46.
I said it once already this morning, but I'll say it again. I, I appreciate being here this morning. I appreciate the choir singing. I appreciate Brother Sean following his heart. And, uh, you know, it's kind of our regular tendency to sing three songs, but I really appreciate it when we can get outside of that tendency and just follow the Lord. And I, I'm, I'm really thankful for the choir this morning. Uh, I'm thankful for everyone that's here. And if you're here and you're lost and undone, you're in the most perfect place you can be at this morning. Uh, and I rest assured, if you are feeling like the Lord is calling you, there's probably somebody praying for you in this church house this morning. So you are not alone. The devil will try to segregate you and separate you from the rest of this church house. But I'm here to tell you, we're praying for you this morning. So we'll ask at this time if everybody will stand. And we'll ask if anybody has an unspoken prayer request. Hands all over the house. Remember those. Anybody have a spoken prayer request this morning? Remember that. Conviction this morning to yeah. speak to people's hearts. Uh, let's pray for uh, Jordan, Martin, and Annie. Uh, God mm -hmm. uh, called Jordan to pastor down at Samaria. Everybody yeah. knows that. They just get started doing that. And God's really let me pray for them and Samaria Church. And Samaria Church seems so excited. Yeah. And I, I thank God. So I just pray for them that God just bless their service down there. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> there was a preacher uh, that uh, used to come here named Hoyt Davis. He's passed on now. Great preacher. Used to pastor a church over in Muncie, Indiana called Bethel Baptist Church. And uh, one of the deacons called me from over there and asked me if I knew any preachers that they might get to come over there. And so I shared some names and... Uh, uh, Brother Lee DeWitt and uh, Neil Warman and mm -hmm. Cooper Robertson, they went over there this morning. And I don't know if either one of them will preach, but uh, could happen. And then Gary Cox went with them. Uh, yeah. And I thank God he might have Gary sing them a song this morning. Yeah. And so, but pray for them. Let's pray for everybody sick. And my wife's one that doesn't feel so very good this morning. Let's pray for all the sick. And, and uh, again, let's pray for God to just give us a powerful service this morning. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Remember those really good we got to be with jordan last week at samaria and um it was a real sweet service uh, it was real sweet and real powerful so really really be praying for that mother Knows where he needs to be, mm -hmm. and uh, so just really remember him. 
remember one time, I don't remember what the topic of conversation was, but I'm pretty sure it was Becky said, um, at one point she said something along the lines of, the least I can do is pray for you, and that's, that's wrong. The most you can do for somebody is pray for them. Uh, taking them to the Lord is, is the best thing you can do for somebody. Anybody else have anything at all before we go to the Lord in prayer? Just remember that. Nobody else has anything this morning. We'll ask Uncle Bill to lead us in prayer. feel like God's really shown me this week that uh, his plan is always better than my plan. Uh, I was thinking this week I got to catch up with a friend I went to school with and we uh, were, got the same degree and we had the same opportunity to go into a, a career path and she went into that career path and she's traveled the world and she's done a whole bunch of amazing jobs but she lives alone, she doesn't go to school, she doesn't have a family and when I was going through my senior year of school uh, God showed me that I was supposed to marry my wife, and when I did, she told me we were staying in Lima. <laughs> and I, uh, th that was God sent, because that's right where I, I was supposed to be. I've had three beautiful boys, and uh, this village is helping to raise them, and I've gotten to be a part of a great church. I couldn't imagine being where she's at now compared to where I'm at. And God really put me in my place and showed me that uh, his plan is always better than mine. And I said all that this morning to, to say, really follow the Lord this morning. Uh, his plan is better than your plan this morning, whether that's to, to get, stand up and testify, to sing a song, or, or just keep your seat and really pray for the service. Uh, you should do all those things. Just follow him this morning. So we'll ask at this time if anybody has anything at all in their hearts. Pray for it. Um, God blessed me last week to sing this song at Pleasant View, and um, 
I'm going to say a little bit along the same lines as I did last week because it's, it applies today and it'll apply every day until God comes back. If you don't have him and if you don't know what we're talking about, just give him a chance because um, he's the best thing that'll ever happen to you. Um, so just pray for me as I sing this. <clears throat> I've not always been faithful, but he has. I've not always been graceful, but he has. I've not always been true, but he has always come through. He has, oh, he has. I tell him I'm not strong, he says, I am. I say I can't go on. He says I can. Well, I'm not the better one. I'm not always overcome. But he has. Oh, he has. And he has been the greatest friend that I appreciate that song. I appreciate Abby. Does anybody else have anything at all in their heart before we turn it over to our pastor? Well, let's be much in prayer for him. Brother Terry. Amen. Thank the Lord for being here this morning. And uh, once again, I want to say glad everybody's here that's here. And just such a blessing to see each person that's in God's house this morning. And uh, I appreciate the choir singing. appreciate the special song. appreciate the opening up. I appreciate being able to feel the Holy Spirit. Regardless of how good naturally that everything would be, without the Holy Spirit, uh, it'd be kind of empty. And so I'm honored and feel very blessed to be in God's house this morning. If you're here this morning and God is speaking to you or does speak to you, uh, please pause for just a moment. Recognize that that's God and then obey God. Don't put him off, uh, but come while he's calling. Okay, I'd like to read from the 85th Psalm this morning. If you have your Bibles, I'd like to read with me. I'll give you a moment to get there to read with me we'll start reading from verse 7 and uh, I read a couple of these verses uh, opening up a few services ago and it's back on my heart and then verses that follow that uh, when you get to the 85th Psalm verse 7 now I'm going to use a text this morning 
that God laid on my heart that has four words in it. And these four words are actually in the 10th the verse. And uh, the words of, of the text that I need to use are mercy, truth, righteousness, and peace. And so we'll get back to them. But we want to start reading at verse 7. So the psalmist said, Show us thy mercy, O Lord, and grant us thy salvation. Now, I'm telling you, we need that. And if you don't have that, uh, you need that worse than you need the next breath that you're breathing. You know, I could do without my next natural breath. And you say, well, if you didn't get another breath, you'd die. I'd die physically, but what I have in my soul has made me eternally alive already. If I didn't have eternal life in my soul when I died, I'd be eternally dead in a place called a devil's hell. And so that's the perspective. So the psalmist said, show us thy mercy, O Lord, and grant us thy salvation. And verse 8 said, I will hear what God the Lord will speak, for he will speak peace unto his people and to his saints, but let them not turn again to folly. Surely his salvation is nigh them that fear him, that glory may dwell in our land. And then verse 10, mercy and truth are met together. Righteousness and peace have kissed each other. Truth shall spring out of the earth, and righteousness shall look down from heaven. Yea, the Lord shall give that which is good, and our land shall yield her increase. Righteousness shall go before him, and shall set us in the way of his steps. And so that's enough reading, and you pray real hard. And so when he started out, show us thy mercy, O Lord, and grant us thy salvation. I remember when I was... Uh, just a young man, about 12 years old, and uh, God got my attention with the gospel. I'd been in church a lot. And I, it was a blessing. I'm glad every time I went to church. Sometimes back then I didn't want to come, but uh, just a young fellow, but I'd rather stayed home, uh, played baseball with the neighborhood kids or uh, went fishing or something. But uh, I'm glad now for every time that mom and dad uh, said, it's time to go to church, son. And, but when I came, and then the Holy Spirit moved, and people prayed, and, and God spoke to me, and uh, he showed me what he had for me, uh, but he didn't force it on me. Uh, the gospel showed me that I was lost, and it also showed me I didn't have to stay lost. It showed me I could be born again. And so when the writer here, when the psalmist uh, said, Show me thy mercy, O Lord, and grant us thy salvation. I'm telling you what, salvation is free to everyone uh, but it was paid for with the greatest price that's ever been paid. Uh, Jesus uh, gave his life, and he died on Calvary. And he, now, he didn't just uh, give his physical body, uh, but he sacrificed his soul. Uh, his, his soul was an offering uh, when he died on Calvary for the sin of humanity. Now, I want you to pray, and really, really pray hard this morning. I, I'd like to get where the preaching's at and like to preach Jesus to somebody. And so what he's talking about here, he said, I will hear what uh, God the Lord will speak, for he will speak peace uh, unto his people and to his saints. Uh, let me uh, tell you, when the writer's talking here about I, I want to hear, he said, I will hear. Uh, I will hear what the Lord says. Uh, do you ever uh, maybe remember a time in your life when you were a child or, or maybe as a parent uh, when things weren't going right uh, too good between the child and the parent and the parent's talking to the child and, uh, and maybe uh, gets a little bit irritation. Uh, do you hear what I'm saying to you? Uh, uh, can you hear what I'm saying? That sounds like a familiar conversation. Uh, I can remember it from both sides. I can remember when I was a child and, and uh, uh, maybe my mom or dad would be talking to me. And I must not have acted like I was really uh, paying much attention. And they'd say, do you hear what I'm telling you? Well, so this word here doesn't just mean uh, to recognize the sound, but it means uh, to have a, a, a response from your heart that you're going to do what the, right, the, uh, the words are saying. And so uh, do you hear what I'm telling you? Uh, well, uh, I've got a, a verse of Scripture over in uh, the book of Mark I want to read. Uh, when uh, I'll just maybe tell you what it was and maybe read a little bit of it. Uh, Jesus was uh, talking to some folks, the Sadducees. He was talking about the resurrection. Now, these Sadducees folks, uh, they were religious folks. You know, they didn't even believe that there was a resurrection. Uh, uh, there's people like that. They don't believe in a resurrection. 
uh, the Sadducees, but Jesus was explaining it, and there was a scribe there in the company. He heard how Jesus explained it, and he, uh, he felt like Jesus did a good job of explaining it. So he had a question for Jesus uh, down here uh, uh, when he began to talk to Jesus, and he said here, he said, which is the first commandment of all? What's the first commandment, or what's, what's the most important commandment? Well, here in verse uh, 29, this is in the 12th chapter of the book of Mark, if you want to look it up. Jesus answered him. He said, the first of all the commandments is, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, with all thy mind, with all thy strength. This is the first commandment. So when the, when the psalmist over here said, I'm going to hear the Lord. I, I'm going to listen to what he says, and I'm going to do what he says. Well, that's important. You've got to do that to get saved. Uh, you've got to believe and repent if you're going to get saved. Then after you get saved, if you're going to have any joy in life, you're going to have to do what God says to do. You're going to have to listen at him. You're going to have to hear what he's telling you. Uh, I'm telling you, uh, since I've been saved, I've sat right in the house of God and sinned, uh, be sitting maybe even on the front bench, and God uh, say, uh, testify, or maybe uh, sometimes that God in times past give me a message, and I say, uh, I, don't believe, I, I don't believe I can do that right now. When, uh, but listen, we need to hear what God has to say. And you know, when the Bible said here, said, I will hear what the Lord God will speak, uh, listen to what he'll do. Uh, he will speak peace unto his people and to his saints, uh, but let them not turn again to folly. Folly means foolishness. Uh, I want you to know when God begins to speak to you and you begin to hear, uh, don't just start out and listen a little bit and turn away from it. I'm telling you what we need to do today. We need to hear. We need to obey. Uh, hear and obey. Do what God says to do. And so the first and greatest command, hear, O Israel. We need to listen. I'm telling you what, it's sad to me you know, how many people that's even saved that's not following God and how many people uh, that's have been born again, saved by His grace, and yet He wants you to do something, a little something. Maybe after you get saved, maybe He wants you to get baptized. Uh, you just don't think you want to. I'm telling you what, we need uh, to put aside our ideas and follow God's ideas. Uh, Sometimes... Uh, People have been saved by the grace of God. They get involved in so many things. I like what Jeremy said. God's way is the best way. It's the only way that's the good way. There are good things in life. There's important things in life that we can get wrapped up in. We can let them uh, pull us away uh, from the things of God. I'm telling you what, let's not let the things of this world, even the seemingly good things, let's not let those things interfere with us obeying God. Hear, O Israel, what the Lord says. Uh, don't turn again to foolishness. Don't turn again to folly. If God has told us something, let me just reason with us a little bit this morning. Uh, God loved us so much he gave his son to die on the cross. Uh, God loved us so much he speaks uh, to us with the gospel. God loves us so much he's so patient and kind and understanding. But yet there's a point that God turns to wrath. I'm telling you what, uh, uh, when I was just a kid, uh, sometimes I didn't like what mom and daddy told me, but I knew they loved me and I knew uh, what they were telling me was for my good, even if I didn't like it. Let me tell you, even if you don't like what God's telling you this morning, right? Uh, uh, reason it out. Uh, know today that God that loved you good enough to let his son down the cross. He's not going to give you bad direction. Obey the Lord this morning. And uh, don't turn again to folly. Uh, and so uh, just keep praying. Uh, go on. Well, I believe God's talking to somebody this morning already. Uh, let me tell you this. If you're here this morning and God's speaking to your heart, if you need to come to the altar and pray, you don't have to wait till I turn around and say, Sean, get us a song. Uh, uh, you don't have to wait for that. Uh, you, don't, uh, you don't have to wait for me to say, well, I'm, I'm done preaching. You don't have to wait for me to say, church, let's stand up. We're going to have an invitation. I'm telling you why. We do those things. And when God's in, it's great. But God's the one that makes the invitation. I've seen people come to the altar before church ever started. I've seen them come while the choir was singing. I've seen them come after church was already dismissed. When God's calling, that's the time to get in. Now, really, that's the only time you can get in is when God's calling. Obey the Lord this morning. And so it's talking about down here, uh, listening to what he said, Surely his salvation is nigh to them that hear him. <clears throat> that glory may dwell in our land. And, and let me uh, give you this. Now, when I got saved, God put salvation in my soul. It's been in there ever since. But 
I want to uh, explain it this way. When it's talking about when salvation is near to us, uh, you know, there have been times in my life that I've gotten so out of line with God, even though I was saved, salvation seemed far from me. Uh, the things of God seemed far away from me. Uh, I, I wasn't in tune with it. I wasn't lined up with it. Uh, but I'm telling you what, when it's talking about down here, it said, surely his salvation is nigh unto them that fear him. Uh, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Uh, Somebody told me once, said, I don't understand that thing that Christians talk about fearing God. Said, God's so kind and loving and good and gentle. Said, uh, that's silly. Said, uh, they must have made a mistake in the Bible when they said to fear God. Well, first of all, there are not any mistakes in the King James Bible. Uh, God prepared it and kept it and watches over it and kept it just like he wants it. Uh, when it's talking about fearing, it's not talking about something that's bad. When I was a child, I keep going back to that. Uh, when I was a child, I loved mom and dad and I knew they loved me. I knew they wanted to take care of me, be good to me, but I had a reverent fear of them. I reverenced them. I, I cared about them. It, it wasn't a frightened fear, but uh, it was a fear that I knew if I got out of line, they were going to have some correction for me. Nothing wrong with that. And so when he's talking about down here, uh, listen to this. Uh, said, uh, and when it said, surely a salvation is nigh them fear, that glory may dwell in our land. Okay, now what is our land? Now, I know America's our land. I, I know around here we can say Lima, Ohio's our land, but I, I want to go to a different perspective on the land and the earth. Uh, I'm made from the dust of the earth. I'm made from the land. And so when I obey the Lord and when I let salvation uh, be the first thing in my life and be near to me, uh, Levi, then glory dwells in my land. I feel the glory of God this morning. Well, preacher, you act like you're getting happy. I am happy. I'm telling you what, it's not because I'm such a good fellow either. I'm trying to serve God and God knows my heart. But the reason I feel the glory is because of what God put in my soul. And when I try to serve him, God lets me feel glory. Glory to God in the highest. Well, I'm telling you, we got a good God. And so uh, let me tell you that again. Surely his salvation is not them. If you're, that glory may dwell in our land. Boy, getting down to the verses where the text is at this morning. You really pray this morning. Mercy and truth are met together. Righteousness and peace have kissed each other. Boy, I'm telling you what, uh, let me get that first phrase. Uh, talk about that and preach about that a little bit. Mercy and truth are met together. Uh, boy, that's a pretty picture. I'd read that a hundred times, but you know how the Bible is. Uh, you Bible readers and studiers do this. Maybe just a few days ago, sometime this week, I was reading this, and I thought I've always thought that was pretty scripture. And it just began to light up to me. God said, I got some thoughts in there uh, you've never really thought about. Uh, real simple thoughts. But I said, God said, I want to share them with you, and then, then I'm going to let you share them with the church. I said, thank you, Lord. We're just talking about uh, mercy and truth have met together. I want to tell you where they met at. They met in my soul. Uh, mercy and truth. Uh, listen, uh, when the truth of God came to me by the gospel, uh, the truth uh, was something I was frightened of. Uh, the truth was that I was, uh, Brother Michael, I was on my way to hell. Uh, but the truth also, Blaine, uh, not only told me I was on the way to hell, but said, God said, I gave my son uh, to die on the cross. Uh, he was in the tomb three days and nights, and he come out of there, and he's alive. And because uh, Brother Henderson, because he lives, uh, we can live too. Praise God. Well, uh, when it's talking about over here, when it's talking about mercy and truth met together, when the truth uh, was there knocking at my heart, uh, and Jesus said, I'm the way and the truth and the life. Uh, and the truth was standing at the door of my heart knocking. And when I believed and I trusted by faith and I trusted Jesus and I repented, I'm telling you what, righteousness come in. I didn't have any righteousness. My righteousness was like filthy rags. But the righteousness of Jesus Christ came and the truth of God came. And when I trusted Jesus, he come into my soul. Uh, boy, you talk about uh, righteousness and truth met together. Uh, they met there in my soul, and they're still there. They've never left. Boy, praise God. I'm glad uh, that when the Bible's uh, talking about here, when it's talking about mercy and truth, uh, I got those two phrases mixed up a little, but they all fit. It's okay. Uh, when it talks about uh, mercy and truth met together, when mercy and truth uh, came into my soul and they lived there, well, I already got on this other part, but I need to preach some things about righteousness and peace have kissed each other. Uh, boy, I want to read another passage of Scripture from over in the 21st chapter of Revelation. You pray real hard. Uh, 
praise God today. When it talks about here, when it talks about righteousness and peace have kissed each other, I begin to think about that and pray about that. I said, well, I know they've got together, but uh, Lord, what's that kiss about? Uh, well, I want you to get this over here in the 21st chapter of Revelation. In verse 9, uh, John said there was one of the seven angels that came to me, and the angel, and John said he was carried away in the spirit on the Lord's day. Boy, that's a good way to be carried away. Uh, and the angel said, uh, come hither. Come here, John, I put it in my words. Uh, he said, I'll show you the bride, the lamb's wife. Boy, praise God, I'm going to show you the bride, the lamb's wife. Uh, or talk about uh, or getting a, a, a loving connection. Uh, praise God. Here's what he said. He carried me away in the spirit to a great and a high mountain. If you want to see the lamb's wife, you're going to have to get up on the high mountain. I got acquainted with the lamb's wife when I was 12 years old. Uh, when I got acquainted with the lamb, I got acquainted with the lamb's wife. He got me uh, in the family, and I got acquainted with the whole family. Praise the Lord this morning. And so when he said back here, uh, when he said uh, righteousness and peace have kissed each other, well, let me go on. Uh, he said, I want to show you the bride of the Lamb's wife. He carried me away in the spirit to a great high mountain. He showed me that great city, the holy Jerusalem, descending out of heaven from God. I've had countless people say, uh, when you think that's going to happen, preacher? When you think that's going to happen? I said, I'll know when it happened. Uh, and I said it in past tense. It happened before the world was uh, in the eternal mind of God. Uh, but personally, it happened to me when I was 12 years old. Praise God. Uh, I was uh, sitting in a church house and the gospel reached me. And I needed Jesus. And uh, God called to me. And I came. And you've heard me tell my story. I need to tell a little bit more of it. I'd prayed about six different times uh, over maybe the space of about a year. Uh, but that day when I come and I, I'd got on the altar and I'd prayed and I hadn't got satisfied. I got up and I sat down on the altar bench. Now, I didn't sit down this morning because I'm tired. I do that sometimes. But I sat down to make a point. I, I sat on the altar bench. Uh, I sat more over on this side. Mike Mason was on that side. I can remember it just like it was yesterday in the little block building on Albert Street. Lima Missionary Baptist. Baptist Church, and I was sitting there, and Mike was testifying. He said, I feel all white and clean inside. Boy, I didn't. I felt all dirty and dead inside. And in my heart and mind, I said, God, I've done all I can. I've, I've tried everything, and that was my problem. I was trying a lot of things. I, I, I said, I've done everything. God, if you don't save me, I'm a goner. Uh, read that them boy, them words of a 12-year-old boy. But God knew my heart and what I meant, Johnny. I said, God, if you don't save me, I'm a goner. Well, when I said that, that burden that I'd been carrying, uh, that bad feeling on the inside, it just, whoosh, it was gone. It went away. Uh, and that's when the bride, the lamb's wife, uh, that's when it uh, come down from heaven uh, and God put it in my soul. Uh, God the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost and the, the church. I, I've got the church in my soul. Uh, well, what do you mean, preacher? Uh, that's the bride, the lamb's wife. Uh, come down. That descended from heaven. Uh, well, so listen to what it said. Uh, showed me the great city and the holy Jerusalem descending out of heaven from God, having the glory of God. And her light was like a stone most precious, even like a jasper stone, a clear as crystal. Now, uh, when you look at this, mercy and truth are met together. Righteousness and peace have kissed each other. You talk about a love connection. I've got the greatest love connection in my soul that the world has ever known. Uh, and it doesn't have anything bad in it. It's all good. Oh, you must be a, a real a, a real good fellow, preacher. It's not because of what kind of fellow I am. It's because of what kind of fellow Jesus Christ is. And the glory of God lives in my soul. So now, go with me a little longer. I, I won't probably preach too much longer, but you pray. A few more things I need to preach. He goes down here, said, yay. Verse 12, said, yay, the Lord shall give that which is good. I'm telling you what, if you want something good, get something from the Lord. He gives that which is good. He said, and our land shall yield her increase. You remember what I already said about the land, about the earth. Uh, when you get what's good from the Lord and you follow God, our land gives the increase. Uh, there's something that comes good out of your life. Everybody's important. Somebody said, I just don't know much about the Bible. Well, read more of it. You, you can get some more of it. Somebody said, I can't talk real good. Well, just say whatever God gives you. Come to church, pray, read your Bible. 
Here's what I'm trying to say. If you make an effort to live for God, you can do what Jesus said, and it will happen. When he said, you're a city set on a hill, a light that can't be hid. Let your light so shine that others may see your good works and glorify the Father. That'll happen. That's when the land gives its increase. When God puts his good in there, when he plants the seeds, the harvest comes out. And that happens in our life. We need to be about the Father's business. And so, yea, the Lord shall give that which is good, and our land shall yield the increase. Now listen to this. Righteousness shall go before him and shall set us in the way of his steps. Somebody said, just don't know what to do, don't know where to go, don't know what to do. Well, pray about it, and when God gives it to you, then do it. I was talking this morning, and I admitted I said, there's been times in my life that God's, I've been praying about something. God, give me this to do, or God, give me that to do, or show me what to do. I've said it that way. God, just lead me. Show me what to do, Lord. And God come through and said, okay, you've asked me. Here's what to do. I said, oh, no, I didn't mean that. I, didn't, I don't want to do that. And God said, yeah, that's what you need to do. I said, well, maybe, but not right now. Uh, that's, that's kind of the silly person that I've been at times in my life. Uh, I guess that expresses we all got some uh, human characteristics, but I want you to know with God's help we can get past that. We can get to the place where mercy and truth are met together, righteousness and peace have kissed each other. We can feel the love and we can follow God. Get you a song ready. Somebody needs to come this morning. I want to say it like this while it's getting song ready. Church, let's stand. Boy, I appreciate God, and I appreciate your prayers. Man, I'm telling you, people prayed this morning. How do you know? I can feel it. God's here. It's evident there's power. Listen to me today. As God called, if you're here and you need to get saved, uh, that's the most important thing I know of. Please, please come to Jesus. If you're here today and you need to repent and you need to rededicate your life, please come and pray. If you're here today and you need to join this church, uh, however way we receive members, either by letter from Sister Church, or you can testify, you can let the folks know you know without a doubt you're saved and you want to join by baptism, we can receive you that. While we sing right now, whatever your need is, come. Come. Please come. Please come while God's calling. Obey the Lord. Let God have his way in your life, and you'll be happy, and God will bless you. Just come on this morning. Come on while God's calling. Come on this morning. Let God have his way in your life. Just be obedient to the great will and power of God. Whatever God's wanting you to do, do it this morning. Don't put it off. But come right now. Come right now. Praise the Lord. Thank the good Lord. Amen. Yeah, brother, come on. Praise the Lord. Amen. Thank the Lord for this move. It's been one of my prayer burdens and one of my blessings. Sure glad you come. You say what's on your heart. I've been coming to this church for about six months um, as a visitor. Um, I had a home church uh, during COVID. We would just um, have online services. Um, I came here and I felt like everybody was family. Yeah. Amen. Um, um, a couple weeks ago, I went back to my home church. They started up their services. It just wasn't the same. Um, it's not like here. Bless you all. And God kept telling me, go up, go up. You remember? Yeah, buddy. And I ignored him. Yeah. And after a while, he ignore, ignore, and ignore. And he just quits talking to you. Amen. He goes to somebody yeah. else. Amen. Get somebody else yeah. um, the help that they need. Amen. And so I'm up here today. I'm going to become a member of the church. Amen. So God will start talking to me again. Amen. Well, I appreciate that. Thank the Lord for that. And uh, let me let me say this. Evidence, you can feel the spirit in you, so that's evidence what I'm going to ask you. And you and I have talked about this, and you've assured me. But just uh, to put it verbally, do you know without a doubt you're saved by God's grace? Yes. Amen. Thank the Lord for you. Uh, can I hear a move we receive this brother's candidate for baptism? Everybody, everybody, raise your hand. No. 
Who is this lady here to? That's my mom. <laughs> I knew that. I just wanted you to say that. I, I appreciate that. Uh, this this is uh, her son, and uh, uh, I just praise God for your family. And uh, let's give him some applause. And uh, and uh, do what? Yes, yeah. something. Yeah, man. If anybody's out there and you're on the just on the the fence, yeah. And God's been telling you to come up here, and then all yeah. of a sudden, no, you don't hear him come, no more. Yeah. Please come up. Hey, man. Boy, I, that's, I, I appreciate that. Now, uh, we're going to ask them to sing another song. And family and friends who wants to come shake hands with these folks uh, is welcome to do that. But while we sing this song, also besides uh, shaking hands and hugging and doing, everybody feels like it's welcome to do it, deep in my heart, and, and I appreciate you following the Lord, uh, that testimony just now, God had him say that for somebody. I, I feel like there's somebody here just like it's just like he said, it's kind of on the fence, just kind of wrestling with yourself. I, I need to go, but maybe not right now, or maybe yes, maybe not. I'm telling you what, if you want to have glory in your life and you want your life to be prosperous and you want it to bring forth fruit, that's what I read and preached on this morning. You've got to obey the Lord. Listen, let me tell you this. Everybody here would probably, if I'd ask them, do you have people that need help that you know that you'd like to help spiritually and or naturally? And you'd probably say, well, yeah. If you want to help anybody, especially spiritually, you're going to have to get spiritual yourself. It's not enough just to make excuses and stand back and hide in the shadows. Shame on you. I'm telling you what, I've, I've done that before, and it was miserable, and it was, it was not fruitful. Uh, Jesus said, he that's not with me is against me. Jesus said that. Are you for him or against him this morning? Are you, are you with him or against him? He said, he that gathereth not with me scattereth abroad. Are you helping gather in the sheaves? Or are you kind of like a, a, a block in the doorway? I'll tell you what. Uh, while we're singing, those that want to come around and shake hands do that. But you that need to come to the altar or need to come join church, whatever you need to do, well, I appreciate the way you move. Amen. And uh, while we sing, obey the Lord. Amen. Somebody else needs to come. Please obey the Lord. Please obey the Lord. Boy, some more folks need to come. Come on this morning. Come on, folks. Obey the Lord. Would you come right now? Obey the Lord. Let God bless you and help you this morning. Would you be willing to just come and get in? I'm telling you, God loves you this morning. God cares about you. How do you know, preacher? Well, he gave his son down the cross for you. That's enough evidence. When God lets you know that, he lets you have that feeling of your need. I felt a need inside. I didn't see any fireworks going off. I didn't hear any sirens or screaming. But I'll tell you what I did. I felt that need down inside, and I came to Jesus. Oh, I've never been sorry that I come to Jesus. Are you willing to make an effort? What if you're just kind of, as the brother said, what if you're just on the fence? Uh, maybe, I, maybe I don't really feel this. Maybe I do. Well, what you got to lose is come and pray about it and see. If, if you don't get anywhere, just go back to your seat. What if you're here and you're saved? You haven't been serving God like you should. It's time to get in. Why not? What could we possibly have so important in our life that we would want to say, God, no, God, I'm not serving you. I've been there, but I'm glad I didn't stay there a real long time. Too long, but I'm glad I didn't stay there on and on. But even if you've been there a long time, today can be the day you get out of there. Whatever your need is, come this morning. Please come. Please come. God knows where we're at, what's going on with us. 
God wouldn't tell you something bad for you. God wouldn't tell you something to hurt you. God loves us too much to do that. Are you willing to trust God? Then do that. Come on, let's go to the altar. appreciate your prayers and your good attention uh, I thank the Lord God's just so good to us and I, let's not take that for granted that's not automatic uh, God's very giving and generous and abundant but there's some things he wants us to do in preparation of that abundance and, and there's people who's been doing that and I praise God and I appreciate how he's blessing our church but Let's, let's just press right on into that. We've got so many more people that needs to move. And uh, so let's not let up. Let's just keep praying. Keep praying. Anybody else got something on your heart? All right, be seated for a little bit and we'll turn over to Blaine for the announcements. Revival at Lighthouse Baptist Church. That'll start on Friday, May the 13th. Uh, and on that Friday, Cooper Roberts will be preaching. That'll be at 7. And then on Saturday at 6 p.m., Denny Hunter will be preaching. And then on Sunday, May the 15th, uh, at the morning service at 11, and then the 6 p.m. service, Jordan Martin uh, will be preaching those two services so let's remember that and we'll announce that again and hopefully we some of us can go and support that uh, also uh, a week from tonight we will be having our communion service and then after that communion service we will also have our foot washing service uh, so uh, everybody uh, would like to come to that uh, sure uh, welcome to come to that um, and then uh, on Easter Sunday we will be having a sunrise service at 630 Um, on April 30th, there's going to be a skating party, um, and that'll be at Edgewood Skating Arena here in Arena or whatever you say, um, here in town, um, and that'll start at one. And Pleasant View is putting that on for us, so um, you shouldn't have to bring any money unless you want to do extra things. Um, but that's for everybody. And then um, also the last Sunday night of every month. Um, we're going to hang out. The youth's going to hang out in the fellowship hall. Vivian. Yeah. Anyways, I hadn't told her that, so she just she just learned this. Um, so that'll be the last Sunday night of every month, so people can plan for that. Um, the youth will hang out in the fellowship hall. So regular youth group will be the second Sunday of every month, and then we'll hang out on Sunday evenings the last Sunday of every month. Appreciate those announcements. Glad Cass was able to make those this morning. I'm glad she gave uh, Jeremy good advice. He shared with us earlier. Glad they're here. Thank the Lord. Anybody else got anything on your heart? Well, let me put this out as just a possibility. Uh, we've got a number of people that need to get baptized, and tentatively, we don't have that set in stone, but tentatively, we're thinking about doing that baptizing three weeks from this morning and uh, so I'd be on the 24th that'd be the week after Easter and so we'll talk to all our baptismal candidates I think we probably got about five or six and uh, see how many of them that'll work for 
And so you really prayed. Of course, obviously, if that doesn't work for somebody, we'll set up another time and do it when it works for them. But, uh, okay, anybody else got anything on your heart before we come to a close? All right, if not, everybody's seated, stand. Remember, service time tonight at 6 o'clock. Let's really, really pray. Dismissal.